Thank you once again for tuning in to the Snaky Deli Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Marie. Today, I am here with, as you all know, if you have been here before, my husband, Rob, and our new panel member, Zach, but also he goes by Noah Body. So. Hello, hello, hello. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, though, and uh, happy holidays to people that don't celebrate it. Or happy day, period. I just realized my hands look really big when I wave for some reason. My hands look huge. Peripherals. You have big hands. Or not peripherals, perspective. Yeah, but, I mean, that, that's close. Like, this is by my face. I don't know, whatever. Uh, no, I'm doing great. I had a great Christmas. Uh, still having a great day. Happy Life Day to everybody, if you're Star Wars fans. Uh, no, things are awesome. Beautiful day in Colorado. That's hilarious that you are actually talking about Star Wars right now, and we're going to be getting into conspiracy stuff, because we were just talking about the Mandela effect, my mom and dad, and my dad went through a whole <laughs> list of famous Darth Vader quotes. I was like, don't go down a rabbit hole, he man. He went down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I, I came across another one of those Mandela effects not so long ago. I was looking at the brand Skechers. If you had to spell that, how would you spell Skecher? With no T. Yeah, no T. I thought that it had a T, and I looked at the brand, I'm like... Oh, man, that's crazy. But Me too. Uh, me too. Yeah, I could have sworn there's a T in there. It's yeah. also very confusing because when you sketch something on paper, you automatically think there's a T anytime you hear the word sketch. Yeah, Okay, sure. so her dad is, you know, he's a dad, so he's he's about 60-something. He was trying to act like, oh, I knew that one. And he was getting all of them right, all the different uh, brands and stuff. And then I was like, okay. How many rows of seats were there when JFK was assassinated? I brought it up. And he was like, two. And I was like, that's what I thought. Go to go to images. And he was like, there was three rows? And he was like smiling because he wanted to pretend like he was okay with this. He was deflecting his absolute mortification that our memories might be false in some way. Yeah. And also, it was a white limo, but we both remembered it as black. Let's not get so deep right away. I have some questions for you guys. Rob, we'll start with you. What does, and this is how it's pronounced, Sinterklaas. 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 It's like the Antichrist no. of Santa Claus. <laughs> I personally have lived in Germany. That's not what they mean. But what does he have to do with German children's shoes on December 5th? Cleans them, replaces them, ties them in knots, or fills them with toys and candy? Ties them in knots. Why? He he sounds like a prankster, and I don't think. But it's Santa Claus, just in German. Well, yeah, Sinterklaas. I mean, he could fill them with toys oh. and candy, but it's Germany, so I don't know what they do there. So oh, they have the best washing parades. Zach, what do you think? I'm gonna say uh, wash. Here, brand new pair of Nikes. I got you. Here's the toothbrush. That's why he hangs them by the fireplace. It makes the most sense. <laughs> the actual answer is fills them with toys and candy. Because you live there. So the children put the shoes out in front of their rooms. and Okay. Or they'll get coal in their shoes. No offense, Santa Claus. I'm sorry for my forming an opinion out of ignorance. <laughs> okay, Zach, this one will start with you. Many Catholics attend this service on Christmas. What is it called? Birth ritual? Service of the Lord? Midnight Mass? Nativity Mass? Midnight Mass. That sounds cool. I feel like I used to date a girl who tried to take me to Midnight Mass on Christmas. That seems like it's true. Not not the, that she took me there, that it is a thing. I want to be different, even though I agree with both of you. I'm going to guess service of the Lord, but I'm clicking Midnight Mass. You guys are correct. Good job, Zach. Rob, too, as well. Well, 
<laughs> All right, back to Rob. What is a main part of the traditional Christmas feast in Costa Rica? Cheeseburger. Oh, Zach will get this right. <laughs> Cheeseburgers, bread and fish. They fast during Christmas in Costa Rica. Pork and chicken tamales. Let's go with. Remember, it's Costa Rica. We're not doing burgers. Uh, pork and chicken tamales. I'm gonna say fish. That sounds cool for some reason. It seems like it's. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the fish. I'm torn between the two. Oh, Robert got oh, it right. Sorry, guys. Apparently, they have several different traditions during their Christmas celebrations that include building and decorating activity as a family, which I think that's not just in Costa Rica. I think several people do that across the world. That's why I was reluctant to say it. I almost went bread and fish. <laughs> I got lucky. It sounded like the most Christmassy thing you could do is eat fish. I mean, actually. I mean, it's it's Costa. It's a coast. <laughs> this should be for you, but we're, it's Zach's. <laughs> On Christmas Eve, Italian families participate in what kind of feast? The Feast of Eight Veals. The Feast of Meatballs. <laughs> That's hard not to laugh That's at. That's so cliche. The, the Feast of Six Meats. <laughs> Ew. The Feast of Seven Fishes. And why does it say fishes? Why does it say fishes? Because there are several types of different kinds of fish. Like a group of one fish is still fish. A group of different kinds of fish are fishes. Mm -hmm. Now, my daughter's mom and my ex-wife is Italian. So I was hoping to hear a feast of seven gabagools. But <laughs> uh, since, since that's not there, I'm going to go with the seven fishes. I'm going to answer every question with fish. Fishes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is fishes. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm right. Meatballs is too cliche. Veal, I wouldn't associate that with Italian culture. They want to try all the types of meats. Um, yeah, and process of elimination says that, first of all, meatballs just no. But that's the only one that doesn't have a number associated with it. It's too obvious. Though. I'm going to go with veal. I'm eeny, meeny, miny, mowing it. You both said fishes, right? No, he said meat sticks. I said they, oh. all, they all love different kinds of meats. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with veal. I'm going to... Let's do meats. It is. Uh, Zach knew he was right, too. He did say that. <laughs> so, yeah, no red meat on the eve of major religious festival days. Zach, did you participate in this? Because aren't you a vegetarian? Uh, I wasn't at the time that I enjoyed many, many fishes. But yeah, no, I definitely participated in, in a very Catholic Italian Christmas for many years in a row. And uh, they have a lot of food. There are a lot of meat sticks and a lot of fishes. Oh, it's, it's a Philippine question. Rob, what kind of festival does the Philippines hold every year around Christmas? Giant Tree Festival. Dia de los Muertos. Shining Festival. Giant Lantern Festival. Well, I don't think they really worship the Earth, so not Giant Tree. The next one is Spanish. Shining Festival, possibly. I would say Giant Lantern Festival. That sounds fun and it sounds wholesome. Sounds like what they would do in, in the Philippines, knowing your family. Okay. They're good people, so they probably watch some pretty lights. Well, if you know about Chinese traditions, they do a lot with lanterns. But mm -hmm. also, oh, that is you have to remember, I'm not going to tell you what the answer is, but also we have very, very strong Spanish roots. Just side note. I know that, but yeah, they don't do Day of the Dead there. Obviously, I don't know a lot about Filipino culture. So yeah, I'm going to go to the Shining here. You guys are guessing right now. 100% guess, yeah. Okay, so because this was Rob's question, I'm going to click on Giant Lantern. Oh, I got it right. It's actually held in the province that my family is from, which is San Fernando, Pampanga, Philippines. It's a time when thousands are released into the sky, 
we have a lot of strong Chinese roots as well because every country in the world has pretty much conquered the Philippines. It's because you're too, they're too nice. It's like I think we can we take their, you. I think we can take their land. You can have us. Come on, let's hang out. Location, yeah. location, location. Yeah, they're 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 nice to their detriment. No, we we probably got killed less because we were so nice during wartime. Well, I guess they just wanted to take the land. Why do you think so many people marry Filipinos? Take the land, keep the keep the. All right, many cultures, Zach, put up a diorama of the birth of Jesus. What is it called? Silly question, because we already talked about this earlier. Away in the manger, the holy inn, Christmas story, nativity scene. Yeah, I mean, this is obviously a pretty easy one. I'm going to say either haunted house or nativity scene. Haunted house? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a ghost there, and there's, like, like stars show up, and then random people for no reason just get there. It, it seems very haunted housey, but I'm going to say nativity scene. <laughs> <laughs> Final answer. Mm-hmm. Nativity. Who is the devil-like creature naughty children fear on Christmas morning in Austria? The mill... Milgnero, the Crindle Grouch, <laughs> Grampus Crunchers. I like Crindle Gramp. I think that's a that's such a great name. Uh, I'm gonna say because I like the movie so much, I'm gonna go with Krampus. I agree there. I'm gonna go with Krampus. That's the only name I recognize. Crindle Crouch is like Rumpelstiltskin sounding. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like you're making fun of a demon. Crindle Crouch. That's a cool name though. It is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Meat sticks. (laughs) Who delivers gifts to Russian children? The Busha, the Babushka, Milner, Sinta Kringle. Babushka. Sinta Kringle, because I feel like Babushka is not right. It's not. not. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say it's 100% wrong. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say the the Sinta Kringle. To me, that sounds a little bit German and also process of elimination. They have the word Busha here, and Babushka is very similar. I'm going to say Busha. You said Cinder Kringle. Actually, the Babushka, which is supposed to be a Russian nesting doll, so that is so crazy. What do you f***ing know? Don't cuss. (laughs) Oh, here we go. In Norway, you find that people hide their brooms on Christmas Eve. Why do they do this? So the elves don't clean, so witches don't steal them, so no one sweeps their presents. You know, that, that would be weird. Gnomes. So gnomes don't clean their house. I'm going to say the witches. They're not buying brooms. They're stealing brooms, dude. If anybody wants to clean our house, it's an open invitation. I don't see why that's a bad thing. So I, w- I would go, so the witches don't steal them. And you guys are correct. And that's, that's why I smiled. <laughs> it was cute. You didn't even see my smile. But I knew it was yeah. cute. Oh, yeah, definitely it. hide your brooms from the witches. They, we will take your brooms. Not saying I'm a witch. <laughs> All right. There's so many seemingly witch Easter eggs that you drop. It leaves people guessing. <laughs> yeah, you also wink every time you say the word witch. So that's like some kind of clue or something. Do I actually? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got worried there for a second. Tina is not not a witch. I'm skipping so many questions right now. That's why I'm being quiet. You don't have to. Let him go. Can you tell us the name, Zach, of the Mexican traditional march that launches the season? Las Posadas, Memoria, Peleta, Bonita Luches. Very well done. Uh, You you sound like a news reporter. Um, I don't know, actually. I have no idea. Can I hear those again, please? I'll say it in American. Las Posadas, Memoria, Peleta, Bonita Luches. 
<laughs> I'm gonna say the second one. Memoria, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say it was the posadas. Isn't that a type of flower or food? Yeah, that seems like a food. But a babushka is also a doll, and but, I got that one too. But so. she's a—you never know. There is a meaning behind the babushka doll. Yes, I didn't. I didn't really expand on that, but yeah. that is why. I'm gonna go with memoria. It is actually the one that you would think was a food, Las Posadas. Mm, so they yeah. marched through the streets in a reenactment of the journey that Mary and Joseph took before Mary gave birth to Jesus. If this was a trivia game like Jeopardy, y'all would be in trouble. That's fair. It's, <laughs> it's because our brains are cooler. It could be. I could have a lame brain. No, I'm no. probably just picking it apart like way too hard. <laughs> I pick it apart just enough to accidentally get the right answer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Zach, do you know where the tradition of kissing under the mistletoe began? Scandinavia, Ireland, Germany, just kidding, Germany, Poland. Is it Ireland? Rob? No. I want to be different, but I want to say Ireland. But I, I'm going to go with Scandinavia, though. I should have said that. Ooh. Smoking right now. Yeah, so. A cigarette in a second. <laughs> of course, the mistletoe traditions were passed to the Norse, my peeps. Having originated in ancient Greece, actually. Okay, Odin. You know what? I'm going to pillage your villages. Ooh, I was just talking about this today. I'm giving it to Zach. Can you tell us the traditional Christmas meal in Japan, That's Zach? That's fair, because I already know this, because you told me today. Shh. That's crazy. You sh Fried fish. You love your fish. Fried chicken. Donuts. Japanese don't celebrate Christmas. How mean. Who knows if they do? Oh, yeah. They probably wouldn't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> Why? A lot of cultures don't celebrate Christmas, right? Well, geez, I don't know. Right, I'm going to go with the fried fish. I'm sticking with the fish. I thought you were going to say like an octopus or something really cool. You did stick to your word with the fish. Yeah, I got I to gotta stick to the fish. I'm going to go out, out on a limb here and say fried chicken. I, I don't, You're not going on any but, limb. But I, have, you know what it I is. have no idea. It is fried chicken, guys. Dang. KFC. Seriously. Let me explain. Like, to be exactly, like, seriously, on Christmas, that is when they eat the most KFC. Ironically enough, and also confusingly enough, they have the most KFC chains in Japan than anywhere else in the world. And that boggles my mind because they're the healthiest people. I love fried so, chicken, actually. I'll still eat it. A lot of them probably choose KFC, so it makes sense now. It actually started in the 70s, so it has been an ongoing thing. I was hoping that it didn't start earlier than that, so I'm I'm just now finding out that the 1974. So they had a promotion that was called Kentucky for Christmas. So interesting. <laughs> Side note, because you actually had mentioned, like, if you could, you would, I think, eat cheese or something. Are you yeah. lactose, or what is it? Yeah aggressively lactose intolerant it's not that big of a deal for me it just it affects everyone that's in a room yeah <laughs> so uh i do it for them more than for me but i do love cheese but it does that's ruin it ruins my guts gross being a new panel member and all you don't know who to trust and <laughs> i put it in his hands and he did it you used to compile it after that after that cheese oh <laughs> oh my gosh come on the now. listeners are just gonna be like Ugh, i can't breathe i it. hate this show <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> where did it start out light for you all that are listening out there in the audience? Because you know I like to break the fourth wall quite often with Elf on the Shelf, something a lot of people are familiar with, but then people like Rob and I have no idea about. So apparently, the Elf on the Shelf was the rage in 2005, totally was not in America when this happened. 
when the book of the same name was also released. So the creepy merchandise started getting stuck up on those shelves, especially these little blue-eyed elves that are supposed to be put up on the shelf all year long. That's weird to me. <laughs> they are creepy. I mean, they talk, I'm assuming. I've Not, never in a, seen in a, in a store. In a high-pitched voice, I'm assuming they talk. No. Um, no? I don't think they're no. supposed to be. Not, not in toys. real life, but like the cartoon depiction. Oh, oh yeah. Aren't they? Okay, well, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, okay. well, they're, they're Santa's little helpers. They they make sure that the kids are yeah. doing the chores. Yeah, okay, so his eyes and his ears, that makes it weirder. Just the context makes it weird. So what age group are they having oversight for? Probably under 13, maybe. maybe. Why, like, why are they watching? I feel like it's like 25-year-olds. During, during those transitionary times. Just to say no. you have one. No, you gotta you gotta make sure the kids are doing the right stuff, or else they just get cold and then light fires everywhere. A little voyeurism. Wait, yeah. Zach, did you ever have an elf on the shelf? No. Did good, you know good. about them early on? I knew about them. Um, I had a friend whose family did that, but I grew up relatively poor, so we didn't really do a lot of stuff like that. So no. Yeah, that was never in the budget. Yeah, <laughs> no. I wonder when it came <laughs> no. around. I mean, it says it was all the rage in '05. And my family is super traditional, so that's probably why I personally have no idea what the heck this is until a, a meme like two years ago. And Rob, you said you didn't know either, well, so I assume you never had one. Maybe nah, you did, but nah. you forgot about it. For some reason, I compare time to 08, because that was when Obama was elected, and that always sticks with me. And then 05, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King came out. <laughs> you base your life on so, that. Like, yeah, I base my life on that in the context of time. Obama and, and Lord of the Rings. That was just, that just seems so long Rings. ago, I mean, those are which two, has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, but those are two solid moments in life, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you understand. Yeah. Well, okay, so the theory of the elf on the shelf kind of goes like this. People say that these elves are actual surveillance devices for the CIA. Sounds familiar. The CIA that held so much back from us for so long, then randomly just popped out with all the archives. Stargate archives. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Look it up, Look guys. Look it up, hoes. Seriously, stop. <laughs> I'm not really mad. She's not exasperated yet. No. So anyways, the average American household is being monitored for political stances and consumer patterns. I think that I heard once that uh, like all birds were drones and they were all spying on us uh, for the CIA as well. And you would think that in the wintertime, there's not a lot of birds out there. So that's why the Elf on the Shelf was created, because there's no bird drones. Wow. Actually, what the, great. what the true theory is, is that it's the squirrels, because the squirrels hibernate. I've they, heard that too. Those nuts are metaphorical, that hmm. they start to stash away for their winters. They could just eat your soul. Yeah. There's no nuts to suck on. You got to spy. They're not sucking nuts. Well, they probably do. They probably do <laughs> that a little bit. You don't know yeah. what they do. <laughs> That's what you got to do. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. There's got to be some innuendo, guys. <laughs> the average American household is being monitored. Yes, like I said. Okay, here's the thing. You both probably know, or maybe not, that on Facebook, they had a special place that you could go deep, deep within your settings. And the average person can't figure out their settings or understand how to do privacy stuff on Facebook because there was actually a section in there and still is. You just have to find it where it already knows what you are and it's always 100% accurate. And it'll tell you what your political views are or are most likely to be, even if you don't agree with it. 
It'll tell you what your demographic is if they think you're single, just like they do with different. Well, you declare you checks. declare that outright. <laughs> declare what part? If you're single or married, or <laughs> it's complicated or whatever. No, but the, how they view you. Because they say it's for consumerism, but it's really something probably so okay. much deeper than that. I mean, that. yeah. If you don't know that by now in 2020, then there's no help for you. Well, I just find it interesting <laughs> that they collect that data and blatantly have it in your face. Yeah, I agree. This is not far-fetched. It sort of is. No, it's I not. Just, but it's also not. It's because not. it's kind of metaphorical. The elf on the shelf being the eyes and the ears of Santa. Santa is supposed to be good. And then there's always that good versus evil aspect to everything. So it seems very metaphorical. I to mean, me. I already knew about this stuff, the types of uh, intrusions that the CIA and the NSA have. We did our MK Ultra episode, psychic abilities and astral projection. And we learned about a lot of the different projects that they did. So I was already convinced. You weren't already convinced? Okay. About spying? Spying is, I mean, it doesn't even have to be the CIA. It could be anything. I mean, the news even says it's <laughs> true. Me, a.k.a. me. But they, they try to skew it to where you have to, is it is it real or is it not? Here's how it's real, but is it real? Here's a question, though. Do you think it's odd that Elf on the Shelf got popular around the same time that Facebook got popular? And knowing that Facebook is a surveillance capturing right. system and Elf on the Shelf is also a surveillance capturing system. Is Elf on the Shelf created by Facebook? Hmm. Oh, because. Great connections. That is ironic. It could very well be that. It's a very good theory, actually. Hey, just spread their symbols and they'll be okay. Actually, Santa is the evil surveillance machine that thrives on invading the personal privacy of homes across the world, spying on children, endorsing capitalism, and surveillance state. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Santa, the one that I like the most is called Satan or Santa. And Santa Claus is actually, wait for it. Satan. Yes. Santa dressed in red clothes, which is the color associated with mayhem and danger, hence gets attributed to Satan. The name Santa itself also has another giveaway, where the letters can just be rearranged to say the word Satan. Obviously, that's the easy one. Whoa. Wow. Just, mind blown. Would, I literally, like, when I see words, I, I do that in my head. We, I don't think of Santa Claus while I'm thinking about Satan. That's but you look and you see that, like, it could be rearranged to that. Yeah, level. you should now. I do now. And, I don't know if you noticed, but the conspiracy was populated by the conservatives who believe that Santa Claus has taken away the true essence of Christmas, which mm. should be focused on the birth of Jesus Christ Ooh. and not on the capitalist agenda of giving or gifting, I guess. Um, another giveaway is the fact that he flies around the earth on the eve of the birth of Jesus. So he obviously knows about uh, the birth of Jesus and goes the night before trying to do like, hey, I was here first kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, Santa is Satan. Uh, he goes into houses and does some creepy stuff and then leaves presents because he's a bad dude. The depiction Whoa. of physical material objects, which is not what we should worship when it comes yeah. to humanity, Rob. That all corresponds so perfectly. Yeah. I mean, think about this. Like Santa comes into your house or Satan comes in your house, checks on you while you're sleeping, does whatever he wants to do to the house, and then leaves you <laughs> gifts because he feels guilty. And nah. you have to offer up cookies. Let me and in. There, there's Vampires so, there, there's so much blasphemy in these undertones that I don't know if I can refute that. It's in plain sight, just like everything else that we don't recognize. <laughs> but I, can, I can't believe I never put that one together. My yeah. issue with this, though, is the fact that they're saying the conservatives, but everybody, pretty much everybody that I know, liberal, conservative, Republican, what have you, it doesn't really matter. 
most people believed in Santa at a young age and still celebrate Christmas now. So I think the point started that conservatives wanted it more to be about Jesus and religion. That's why they're upset. That's why they say it's a pagan holiday, right? What do you think the the reindeers symbolize them? Hmm. It's probably some kind of fake version of the apostles of some sort. A blasphemous one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So anyone else? No, I, I don't get I don't get surprised or mind blown by anything. Usually you need to go more in depth, but that I mean there there it is right there. Of all people, Robert, you and I both know that when we watch movies and we can see all of the undertones and pick them apart and uh, see them from two different perspectives, you should know that that is not far fetched. Well, I knew I knew there was a sinister undertone to it. I just never gave a. F- this is very plausible. If you think about it, it's like presents are kind of that filthy money that gets thrown on the nightstand table. Tooth fairy. Like an eye for an eye, but it's actually a tooth for a dollar. Yeah, I'm fine with that. that that's a good exchange rate, though. Yeah, except some people look crappy and they'll give you pennies. But yeah, but I also don't want a tooth. I'll take anything over a tooth. If I have a tooth out and somebody wants to buy it from me, yeah, have it. I don't want a tooth. I will never use a tooth that fell out of my face for anything. I will use money of any degree. A nickel, a quarter, a five spot, anything. Like I will use money, and if you want a dead tooth of mine, Sure. Why does the trade have to occur when you're unconscious? Why can't you barter while you're awake? Ooh. Once again, I mean, I, I don't know the exchange rate and I didn't sign any kind of like <laughs> tax papers for that. Uh, but if somebody wants to sneak in my house and do whatever and then take my teeth or any kind of dead body part and give me money. Yeah, I'm cool with that. 100%. Okay. That's uh, good to know for the future. <laughs> also <laughs> important to know that not very smart considering voodoo. I'm never smart when it comes to voodoo, so I'll follow that. No, I'm saying like for your own soul, how much can I buy from you? Five bucks. They they could put use your tooth on a voodoo doll. No, not how it works. (laughs) They they have to put it in the voodoo doll. Well, yeah, attach it to the voodoo. Also, not how it works. No, you have to grind it up and then blow it like a powder over top of the voodoo doll. More like that. You have to kind of put it into a weird herbaceous joint and smoke it while thinking evil things of that person. It's all about intent. Sprinkle a horrible person's tooth upon the one you hate while spurning St. John's, the high priest, Santa Claus. incense, and doing all kinds of oils and yeah. also dripping blood into a circle of whatever. While singing Santa Claus is coming to town. And Santa is coming to town. He came He came to town. He'd, he's already been all up in your town. He's been in every town. <laughs> Watch out, guys. He's in every town simultaneously as we speak. Want to talk a little bit about Santa, a.k.a. Satan's dark origins? This is deep philosophy here, guys. So, Santa was actually a demon who climbed down chimneys and ate children. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, he really did eat kids. According to the legend, it was a saint's intervention that pushed him to mend his ways. So Aww. he started leaving presents for kids as a reconciliation for all the kids that he ate. I'm so sorry. Yes, the past doesn't matter, but that is not how karma works. Kudos to the saint for convincing Santa to not eat the kids, though. We don't know how he did it, but we're happy we escaped the clutches of this hellish Santa to tell you the story. He's jolly because he thinks he's forgiven for all the children he ate, or is he jolly because he ate so many children? He's very full. Jay's full deceiver. I yeah. don't think he's redeemed. The ultimate deceiver. 
There is the conspiracy that people like the, the, the super privileged, the high up the 1%, they eat the brains of children. Do you think that this myth came or this conspiracy came from Santa being at one point the upper echelon, the 1%, and that's how it trickled down? Like, Do you think there's any kind of correlation there? Of course. Meaning what? to represent, I could see how Dude, it could be. Santa came from one of the 13 original bloodlines for sure. We don't know. I think those are both good concepts. I think Santa goes way back with the ancient great-great-great-great-grandfathers and mothers of the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers. We're not doing that. So, so We'll see what's appropriate when we listen to it again. <laughs> well, I know what will not be in here. Okay, well. So, okay, well, this leads me to think about Valentine's Day and uh, St. Valentine, which is now common knowledge of who he really was. And people still celebrate Valentine's Day because they keep saying... You know, don't tell your kids that Santa isn't real. It's not good for their imaginations. But if we looked deeper into it with these Santa conspiracy theories that actually can be very deep and metaphorical, then maybe we shouldn't even allow Santa into our homes, just like we shouldn't allow vampires. Well, I don't think you have a choice if Santa comes in. Vampires, you have to invite. Santa gets in there. Don't open your chimney. No matter have a what. Chimney. I'm in an apartment. Santa's all around my place. Yeah, so his fat ass isn't physically coming down the chimney. It's a metaphor, guys. Yeah. Have, have narrow hallways and narrow doorways. It's the best you can do, really. Do everything you're supposed to do for, for witches, ghosts, demons, spirits, and just do it for Santa, though, in the name of Sa Santa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> By the way, Tina is completely neutral. Am I? I have opinions, and, and anybody else is allowed to have opinions, but... Tina's exempt because she's she's the equalizer. Am I? She doesn't have opinions. <laughs> do I not have one? <laughs> That's but, how we began. Well, do you, you want to start having opinions? I now? don't have political or religious opinions. She has opinions, but like she for doesn't like to go too far. Oh, that's part of the show. Cool. Perfect. Yeah, no, I, this is okay. Everyone else is this fine. This is okay, right? Yeah, I allow anything. I'll say whatever. <laughs> but no, here, here, I actually, because this reminded me of paganism, but... Everybody says, like, on Christmas, because it's when Jesus was born, that it's a Christian holiday. But truthfully, it's actually a pagan holiday. It's the birthday of the sun. And I'm a Leo. I was born under the sun. And they kindled lights, which Christian people also light several candles. Hanukkah, people that practice Judaism. It's confusing. They want to confuse everyone because that's what Santa wants to do. Mm -hmm. They mimic the pure traditional values of certain things. They incorporate it into their evil baby brain eating philosophies. I'm not going to be here nor there with this, but you guys, people eat their placentas now and their children mm. are born. Exactly. And it's normal. It's normal to a lot of people. And to some, it's not. Maybe they're on to something, eating brains, eating placenta, taking that part okay. of somebody's spirit or soul. I mean, you think the placenta, that's, that's the origin of life. And if there's something in there, I definitely know a bunch of cultures will do that. Uh, I don't i'm also a vegetarian you didn't bully your wife into giving you her pl placenta she she offered it willingly and i i declined it <laughs> i declined I like, it yeah <laughs> they asked me if i wanted it and i was like no her friends were like oh yeah we did this i personally don't well, feel right eating for, my own placenta for a second she was like maybe i should i like, weighed out the options and i thought i might throw up just didn't feel right personally for me just like some people are vax and some people are anti-vax. Well, that's a story for another day. <laughs> it's healthy, but it's also a piece of your child. 
I mean, I, I'm glad that it exists in some cultures. I just, I, I don't see the benefit for me. Going back to the sun, because I love the sun. It's kind of funny. Did you guys know about the Northern Lights early in December and how we were supposed to get an awesome glimpse at them here? A.K.A. Oh, yeah. the Aurora Borealis. I don't know why they call it Northern Lights. You know how I was looking at the sky every night, like a few nights? And Where was it? I know, we never saw it. That's because it didn't happen here. Yeah, I was upset. I really want to see those things. They seem pretty cool. Why Why do you think it didn't happen, Zach? I think the whole thing with Northern Lights is that it's the, like the, the magnets and how the, the, the world spins. Uh, I don't think that the world spin different. So I don't know why it would have come down here. Well, if we want to really go into conspiracy, Science. not saying that we oh. agree or disagree with this, but if they're able to control the weather in any way, shape, or form, then they could easily be like, you know what? America doesn't deserve this. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they don't know if it's an acronym. I play the harp. The instrument. <laughs> Easter egg. All the time. All right. <laughs> okay, so a Coca-Cola Christmas. That's our next one, guys. The giant beverage headquarters apparently hired a director in its early days to create an ad campaign. This dude brought to life Santa Claus, as we know, with a fat belly and all that, what we were talking about earlier. Um, <laughs> so apparently conservatives have condemned the use of this idea to increase holiday sales. And since Coca-Cola Santa, I don't like that. Coca-Cola Santa... Satan and Coca-Cola um, don't mix. It used to contain Coke. And Christmas is still the highest economic rise every year because obviously corporate propaganda. And ironically enough, a lot of people are saying that they did not buy anything this year because of the C word. And for me saying that, it's like they want to take away like the gift of giving. Because of Christ? No. Because of COVID, they're like, we're not putting Christmas presents under the tree. And I'm like, wow, you go, social justice warrior. I forgot about COVID, this whole conversation, but for the longest period of time ever. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, a lot of Christians have started to revolt against the current pagan commercial festival. And they really, really believe that the unrecorded birth of Christ is not actually on the 25th of December. I think they said it's in April or something. That's way off. None of us know. Oh. I don't think any of us could actually physically, historically know. A lot of people say they know, but I don't know. Okay, like we talked about earlier, uh, next one is Krampus. Uh, this mythical half-human, half-goat humanoid is the polar counterpart of Santa Claus. Krampus originated in Germany where the creature roams around town at midnight on the 6th of December and is said to have bear horns, which doesn't make sense because oh, I guess like bear, <laughs> like uh, not hairy. Uh, dark hair, fangs, and a long tongue. Uh, he comes with a chain and bells that he lashes about, along with a bundle of birch sticks meant to swat naughty children. He then hauls the ultra-bad kids down to the underworld. Yep, not exactly the sweetest thing to happen during the festival season, especially if you've been naughty. So this nasty beast man just beats kids around with sticks uh, unless he thinks that some are bad enough, and then he steals them to the underworld. So, Krampus. Why is that movie PG-13? It sounds like it should be rated X. This is not a movie. This is a conspiracy. The movie so, is, is based on true events, not actual. If Santa is Satan and this Krampus is actually depicting what Satan is with horns running around and doing the same thing Santa does just on a different date, it could also be his evil twin brother and maybe Krampus is actually Satan and they're trying to confuse us. Or they're the same person. 
That's what I originally exactly. thought, but I was trying to expand on it. The meta, all meta, it. metaphysical. Like this it, is who or, Santa really is. Or it could be a, a prince or a king of one of the of the levels of hell. He Dante's could, Inferno. He, he could be up there in the hierarchy of hell. That is a good theory. That is a good theory. These are some extra ones that I had to do some deep some deep diving to find. These are conspiracy theories that I found on the brown web, which is not the dark web or the regular web. It's kind of a like a PG-13 version. What they're saying on the brown web is um, that Christmas is just a mass data collection to determine our base material wants. And it is a way for the government to uh, center ads towards us in any event. They know what we want, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So that one's obviously pretty known. Uh, but here's one that I found very interesting. And this one was deep in the brown web. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Brown web just sounds really dirty. So this was actually something from ancient Scandinavia. And apparently the mistletoe, the origin of mistletoe, was because uh, there used to be a parasite that would happen while kissing. Um, something with the Black Plague and everything. And there is, there's, what's that? I've heard of this one. Oh, have you? Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like a yeast infection. It's very similar to that, but it's more saliva-based. Um, oh. And what would happen was because <laughs> of psychic emanations that we happen just randomly to emit when we kiss. I don't know if you know that. There's a study that goes on that if you are in the dark, you're in pitch black and there's two people, you can actually lock lips. There's something about physical emanations that come off with energy. Now, around the Christmas time, which is the 21st of December, which is when planets usually align, there's a little bit of uh, psychic emanations that come out that apparently something in the mistletoe can stop that. So the reason that we would kiss under a mistletoe at this time is to stop the psychic emanations that come from uh, exactly. kiss kissing around uh, jubilation time. Exactly. I heard that as you're kissing, if you happen to kiss with your eyes open and you both spot the Big Dipper at the same time, you reach this ultra enlightened stage, like your vibration. Are you saying this because I showed you the Big Dipper? No, this is, I think this is true. You, your vibrations rise, you might even disappear. So two people that are facing the same way and kissing uh, can also look at the same thing and that's how they reach enlightenment? Mm -hmm. No. That's exactly. That has to be the Big Dipper. Period. Exactly. Oh, just, oh, just that? Okay. okay. Yes. That, that actually makes sense now. Right. Exactly. And it's you have to have intention. Somebody has to hold a mirror below because, them. Because truthfully, we are a mirror. If that's even possible either. Ooh. All right. That's cool. So, uh, <laughs> things move on. Yeah. Um, now, the next ones were some conspiracies based on popular uh, folklore that got turned into movies or stories that we know, such as Frosty the Snowman. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the original story of Frosty the Snowman is that he is a demon. Mm. And uh, I found this out through one YouTuber who believes that um, Snowman is actually a demon who, who was created by naughty children. Apparently, the children even use dark magic to bring the evil spirit to life. And if you listen closely to the classic song that depicts the Snowman's, quote, birthday, this theory will start to give you the chills. And I'm not talking about snow kind of chills. I've had a gut feeling that this has been true from being, I was going to say childbirth, from adolescence. Think about it. Three balls of snow. Balls. Six, six, six. <laughs> Boom. Well, having a magic hat, magic is not supposed to be. It's not a Christian thing to do magic. 
Well, if you think about it, that means that Frosty the Snowman knew that he was going to die, still decided to play with children, knowing that in the middle of playing with these children, he was going to have to sacrifice them, or himself at least, to put some kind of weird juju on these kids. That's a pretty demonic thing. Frosty is one of the most disgusting humans I have ever heard. He's not a human. He's literally made of snow. (laughs) I don't know what other human is made of snow. Hey, he's got a pipe. He's human to me. Inside, I made of snow. So, <laughs> you got buttons too. I mean, I have buttons. I got. Now. I have buttons on my shirt right now. I mean, how much more human can you be? I have metaphorical buttons. That's <laughs> that's true. This one is really cool to me, and this comes down to the fact that everyone's favorite holiday movie, I think, or at least everyone's favorite Christmas movie, is Home Alone. I think that seems like uh, everyone's favorite. No, no, not me. Really. I didn't watch Macaulay Culkin today, but it was the Nutcracker Wait, composed by Tchaikovsky so, version. Uh, are the two adversaries in the movie trying to kidnap him or, or kill him or what? Well, so the story goes that Kevin from Home Alone is actually an origin story for the movie Saul. He is Jigsaw. And one writer at Grantland has a pretty amazing Home Alone theory. And it revolves on the fact that Kevin is troubled and has violent tendencies and records videos at home. And the theories quite a bit of a rabbit hole, but um, totally changed the way that I looked at this movie and the franchise in itself. And if you think about it, it, it is kind of crazy how he just sets up these pranks to allow these men to go into his house to just harm them. He could have called the police. He has no real interest in it. He also thinks that he magically made his own parents disappear. So this kid yeah. is troubled and is going to hurt society in general. Yeah. In which movie, or it may have been after the movie, I mean, we're talking about stuff based on real life here. At what point was he put into a wheelchair? What? Jigsaw was in a wheelchair. (laughs) That little doll was, yeah. Oh, Jigsaw is not the doll, my bad. I can see where this is going, and it makes a lot of sense, theoretically, because a lot of children do tend to have imaginary friends, make things up, etc., and that's completely normal, nature versus nurture. Several of them, unfortunately, without the correct guidance guidance in life or they don't go down the right path, end up being the Jeffrey Dahmers and Ed Geens of the world. So I can see how this began long before Saw happened. They already had planned. Yeah, I mean, Macaulay Culkin in that movie is a absolute psychopath. He does wish his parents away. He thinks that the wish actually worked. And then later on, he calls his parents out. He goes, hey, look, everybody, I'm I'm watching trash TV and eating junk food. Like, this this kid is troubled. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all for the Disney Channel. Everything that we should be protesting right now should be changing the rating of this movie. So okay. at least are. And this is so deep because also when Macaulay Culkin plays the Nutcracker in the Nutcracker, you don't know he's the Nutcracker till the very end where he removes... His mask and his outfit and is actually him the whole time. And there's some underlying meaning with the Nutcracker, too. I mean, he literally chomps people's nuts off. Whoa. <laughs> no, we can't. You can't do that to the Nutcracker. No, there's no conspiracy. You never had the, the figurine? That thing is just waiting to bite some nuts. I knew Santa never existed because I told my mom it was her handwriting. All of his teeth are molars. Did you know that? Ew. The brown web what seems darker. What are you talking about? The brown web seems darker than the black web at this point. It's, it's really not, though. It's really not. No, they just dumb it down a little bit for people like us. Yeah. It's like dark web stuff, but only in memes. So you have to, yes. you have to look at a lot of things. There's no real words, just uh, depictions of certain things. And that's oh. why I, I do enjoy the brown web. 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want I want to go for a vacation one time. I want to visit the Brown Web. We should get in. We should be like Wreck It Ralph and just hit up the Brown Web. All it takes is for Tekken to get unplugged, and then we're there. <laughs> Our Soul Caliber would have been better. Yeah, Dark Soul. <laughs> That's not an arcade game. Okay, well, I didn't know that we were just talking arcade games. You well, said Soul. I said we're talking Soul. Wreck It Ralph, so we're talking arcade. Okay. Yeah. I'm with Rob on this one. <laughs> well, audience, you tell us which of these theories do you agree with? Do you agree with any at all? And what do you want to dispute with us? Because, you know, we've all kind of given you our thoughts and opinions on each one of these, and I'm very curious to know what you would think. So either email us at tpdpcrew at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook. And again, these are just theories. I mean, I know they may seem completely factual but just do your research just to make sure that you know how to convey this to people because people need to know and if you're a first time listener I suggest you listen to at least three episodes before making your decision on whether to subscribe or not thank you Zach thank you Rob it's been a pleasure I'm going to hit up the brown web Santa Claus is bad and the devil so I don't know why we teach kids about Santa Claus yeah he clearly does or does not exist i just don't know why parents would think to let kids know like hey we're not doing things for you for this holiday uh this crazy man is you know you think about like elves like elves now have to like make stuff but like what 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 do kids want these days like disney Disney plus memberships elves can't make (laughs) that he's having the parents carry out all of these materialistic tasks to give to children and he's getting all the credit for it. They're elves. I don't give not a, children. I don't even. I don't care about the elves. Yeah, oh, me neither. So screwed up, you guys. Both of you. That's messed up. They're not even. Don't care. They have cute ears. They don't belong in the story. No, right? they, they, they. They can. They can leave. They, well, they are leave. hypnotized. Well, <laughs> well, we weren't sensitive, and I'm, the elves are hearing you. Yeah. Up on the shelf that I have hidden that it has Zach's tooth in it. Yeah, I, watching you. I don't mean screw them. Where do I mean go? screw the way they depict them because they're slaves. <laughs> Not way. Yeah. Yeah. Clear that up, guys. Absolutely. Just no, elves, elves are garbage, and they're Santa's uh, encore. So I don't, I don't like it. We are all allowed to philosophize here at the Psychedelic Podcast. Thank you once again for tuning into it. I know that sounded just like my intro, almost. Holy crap! I've never done that. I've well, never done that. Anyways, Zach from this show and some nobodies which you need to go check out somenobies.com go check that out because silicon angels is amazing if you like weird stuff like we do and the brown web actually is what brought us there mm, yeah thank you very much i appreciate everybody i uh, like talking trash on santa and uh i gotta go have fun with your marshmallow challenge <laughs> <laughs> bye guys see you man bye have a good bye. night